Welcome to episode 35. This is your host, Derek Chaser, where chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone has had a great week, and without further ado, let's start the show. I am being joined today by fellow co-host Mindy Chaser, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about all the happenings at Walt Disney World this week and more, and all the stories that we're going to be talking about come from DisneyParks.Disney.Go.Com. How's it going, Mindy? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good for a Sunday night. Sunday night here, uh, late October, and good old Ohio. Nice rainy day, kind of dreary, and uh, um, apologize in advance as we'll do our disclaimer. We have uh, just got a new puppy, a Bernadoodle. His name is Huey, Huey Chaser, and Huey is a handful. So if you hear any barking or um, shenanigans going on in the background, that is all thanks to our Bernadoodle Huey. And... uh, um, and no, we're not going to be getting Dewey and Louie. We're not going to get any more. Huey, <laughs> Huey is enough he as he is. is. But he's a but good he's boy. Great. He's a good boy. So uh, um, without further ado, then, we will jump into the first story. Um, we got two stories this week. And the first story is uh, um, going to be talking about the delightful holiday entertainment that will enchant guests around Walt Disney World Resort this holiday season. And it was um, written by uh, Jeremy Schofield. And uh, the article starts out, There is no better place to celebrate the most wonderful time of the year than the most magical place on Earth, especially during the world's most magical celebration for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. And uh, with it almost being the start to uh, the holiday season, he kind of starts out the article going over... The uh, Disney Very Merriest After Hours and Magic Kingdom, and they keep on adding stuff to this. And uh, I, I am excited to say that uh, um, we um, are hoping to be able to go to this show this holiday season. Definitely. And we're excited to uh, um, check it out ourselves. Um, but uh, Disney's Very Merriest After Hours just got even merrier with Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Memories joining a lineup of event-exclusive entertainment. Guests attending Disney Very Merriest After Hours, which is a separately ticketed event at Magic Kingdom Park, taking place on uh, 24 select nights beginning November 8th through December 21st, are invited to join Mickey and his pals for a celebration filled with music, dancing, and nostalgic Yuletide fun. Presented on the Cinderella Castle forecourt stage, the show features nods to classic Magic Kingdom holiday stage shows, including Mickey's Twas the Night Before Christmas, which is awesome, Celebrate the Season, and Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration. I'm really cool. I'm, I, I think this is really cool, and I'm really excited because this is the first stage show that I'm aware of that's coming back in any degree. That's like an actual, you know, more than like a, you know, real quick you know, good morning or something that's back at Magic Kingdom. So uh, I'm looking forward to uh, checking this out. What do you think about that, Mindy? I think it looks wonderful. I think it it's exciting to have some normalcy come back. I know people keep saying that, but every time one more thing kind of brings that back, it makes it really exciting. And we have never done a Christmas party. Right. We went last year at Christmas um, and had... A blast, not at Christmas, but in November. But they, it was they it was Christmas past November eighth, and all the Christmas yeah. stuff was already there during what they consider their yeah. holiday season. We were there during Christmas season, I should right? Say. Right. And it was perfect. 
And that was without a party. That was without stage shows. And it was and still amazing. Parades, and we still loved it. Yeah. And that was with masks all the time. That's right. And it was still great. So I think, you know, it's going to be that much better this year because we're going to get to go to a party. Um, you know, <clears throat> we're going to get to see some parades, some shows. And I'm going to see... Yeah. Um, and we're going to go on in the article here that's going to bring up some of those other things. But the cool thing is, for, for me personally, my family always watched Mickey's Twas a Night Before Christmas, and our kids love it mm-hmm. too. So I'm definitely going to check this out because uh, it's a little nostalgic for me. Oh, definitely. And I think all the kids, especially our oldest, will enjoy this. Um, Disney very merriest after hours attendees can also expect lower wait times for favorite attractions, which is always a bonus. Plus there are special attraction holiday overlays to enjoy holiday hilarity ensues at monsters Inc. Laugh floor exclusively during the event. I'm going to be honest. I think we'll take a hard pass on this one. I think, uh, I think I like monsters Inc. Laugh floor, but that's not going to be something that I'm going to be, you know, really sprinting to. Jingle Cruise, which we got to do last year. Love it. Um, And uh, also remember to check out additional entertainment returning during Disney Very Merriest After Hours this season. It's a lovely weather for a sleigh ride down Main Street, USA. And Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade, which is also going to be the first parade that's back. And uh, Santa Claus, elves, reindeer, and other friends from the North Pole join Mickey Mouse and his pals for the happiest holiday parade. Um, Also, which is going to be cool, it's going to be kind of a twofer because you can get into this party at 7 o'clock. So we're going to actually get to see the new fireworks show Enchantment at uh, 9 o'clock. And then when this starts that evening, they're also going to have a special um, Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks where Minnie Mouse invites everyone to come together in a celebration of the magic of Christmas. And it will feature fireworks, projections, and beloved holiday songs. And also, for for the little ones that like to get their dance on, Club Tinsel, located at the Rocket Tower Plaza stage in Tomorrowland, becomes the coolest place to get down north pole dances and uh enjoy that there as well i guess they're gonna have a band called the reindeer wranglers bring their holiday hoe down to the streets of Frontierland. is this the parade yes that's the parade picture and um also throughout the evening burst of holiday magic will transform cinderella castle with a rotating series of designs followed by a stunning transition in which the iconic magic kingdom park Landmark will shine as a beacon of magic, illuminating the night with an iridescent glow. And also, which is kind of always fun at these parties, you can actually visit with Santa Claus. Santa Claus will be coming to town at the Walt Disney World Resort, and uh, people will be able to, uh, you know, check out Old St. Nick as well. So that'll be kind of fun too. But they're showing all the different places that Santa Claus is actually going to be during the holiday season. So we're going to move off now. Um, the uh, very merriest after hours and kind of jump into the different places on property where you'll actually be able to uh, catch a sighting of St. Nick or actually visit with St. Nick. That would be perfect. And uh, he's going to be driving a candy apple red convertible at Disney's Hollywood Studios during the Santa Claus Merry Motorcade, which will be those kind of cavalcades um, that go through all day long. And then Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park there's going to be Santa voying. Santa's going to actually be on the Discovery River, where he'll be able to be seen on a um, 
a festive floating flotilla, which will be kind of cool. And Santa will also pay visits to Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Disney Springs, where guests will have individual individualized time to wave hello and share their Christmas wishes. So that'll all be kind of really cool and fun to do. One thing that's really neat that we got a chance to do last year, too, that's going to be back at Disney Springs, is the Disney-themed trees. Um, and uh, they're spread throughout Disney Springs. But at Disney Springs, Christmas and holiday cheer can be found around every corner. The Disney Springs Christmas Tree Stroll, um, which is presented by Advent Health, brings elaborately decorated Disney Christmas trees to the neighborhoods throughout Disney Springs. Each of the twinkling trees will be themed to personify beloved Disney characters, stories, and celebrations. Um, these special festive, the special festive decor and live holiday performances will add an extra touch of wonder to holiday shopping. And the cool thing about these trees is they actually theme them after a whole bunch of different stuff that is famous, um, you know, at uh, um, you know to Disney. Whether it's a famous movie like a Snow White tree or a Haunted Mansion tree or a Pirates of the Caribbean tree, they, it's just so cool. The Disney uh, that was one of the favorite thing, one of my favorite things that we did actually when we visited Disney last November was the Christmas tree stroll at Disney Springs. I know you really enjoyed that too, Mindy. That was really fun, and I think the kids liked it too. We didn't really do a good job of finding the stickers on the tree on the. Um, we did not have the best job of finding the stickers to put them on the map, but we still enjoyed all the trees. Absolutely. And I liked how they were spread out and they weren't in one spot. Right. All right, I gotta say something really fast. Uh, our dog's kind of in a mood, so if you hear barking, I apologize. Thanks, Owen. The kids are trying to step in and help, and uh, he's a little bit obsessed with me. <laughs> this is <laughs> a true story. He doesn't like it that I'm yeah. in here. And the and, door uh, shut, and he's not. Our uh, addition is not soundproof, so, <laughs> you know, high-tech studio we got going on here. But thanks for sticking with us. We, we love talking Disney, and, hey, you know, we're... Hopefully it's not too distracting. We're, we're going to do the best we can and, 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 you know, and push on through and talk about our favorite place on Earth. So, um, also, down at the Disney Springs, they're going to have uh, um, Jock Lindsay's Holiday Bar is coming back. Um, that's something also that we got a chance at, to a smaller degree to experience last year. We love Jack Lindsay's great place to grab a, you know, a real quick appetizer, real quick drink, just a great location. And it's a great location to actually see Santa Claus come by, um, on his pontoon boat, which is really, really kind of cool. And also there'll be all sorts of different kind of, uh, uh, things going on at Disney Springs. Kind of uh, taking another quick uh, detour here, moving away from the Disney Springs, but going over to Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. Um, during this holiday season and beyond, nature holds the truest magic at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. And this year's Yuletide Entertainment on Discovery Island will spring to life with a merry menagerie of winter animals to bring back. They did this a couple years ago. Realized in the form of life-size artisan sculpted puppets, Reindeer, fox, reindeers, foxes, polar bears, penguins, and more will be interacting with guests. And these are kind of like really cool, uh, I don't want to call them puppets, 
um, per se. And oh, they're well, they call them artisan sculpted puppets. Wow. Okay, my apologies on that. But the the puppeteers are really kind of amazing at what uh, what they can do um, with with these uh, um, sculpted uh, um, puppets. It's really kind of a cool thing. And also, as guests explore the park, they may spot Goofy, Chip and Dale, and other Disney character friends bringing their own style of festive flair to the Discovery River as they jingle through the jungle to the rhythm of the holidays. And also on select nights when the park is open after dark, the Tree of Life will awaken as a series of wintry tales emerge from within, complemented by a familiar and heartwarming holiday-inspired musical score um, between awakening moments, the Tree of Life will join the Beacons of Magic in the celebration of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. And magical fireflies will gather produ to produce a warm and glorious light also in the iridescent magic of nature. Um, as you guys can kind of tell, the big thing they're really pushing um, is iridescent for the 50th anniversary. And they got a whole line of iridescent merch, colors, and a bunch of things that go along with what they consider to be iridescent, which is kind of cool in its own way. Now moving over to Hollywood Studios, we'll be able to celebrate um, with the Sunset Seasons greetings at Hollywood Studios. Sunset Seasons greetings returns to Disney's Hollywood Studios, and then Sunset Seasons is uh, basically Sunset Boulevard when you walk into Hollywood Studios, and if you turn a right, um, it'll take you to, um, you know... Uh, that area of Hollywood Studios, and it is going to transform on the Hollywood Tower Hotel into a Muppets gingerbread masterpiece, a Toy Story toy hotel, and a snowy corner of Arendelle, and a Dickinson village from Mickey's Christmas Carol. Love it again that we got another nod to Mickey's Christmas Carol, and it's all on the Tower of Terror, which is awesome. Um, as part of the 50th anniversary celebration at Walt Disney World Resort, the festive fun will also continue um, before, during this time, they'll also have uh, on the Hollywood Tower Hotel, the Beacon of Magic, which is on every single park. They have this little Beacon of Magic, which is a couple minute show where they do the whole iridescent stuff as well. But where that's located at Hollywood Studios is also going to be on the Hollywood uh, um, Tower of Terror Hotel. So also just in time for the holidays for the first time in forever, at Hollywood Studios, the Frozen sing-along celebration will add a festive finale featuring everyone's favorite snowman. Olaf will come out and uh, sing a song with, 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 with everyone that goes to the Frozen sing-along. So now moving over uh, to uh, Epcot, guests are going to be invited to share in the sights and sounds of some of the world's greatest holiday festivities during the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, also presented by Advent Health, where time-honored traditions come alive through music, dance, and the storytelling heritage of the countries of the World Showcase. This will begin on November 26th through December 30th. You can celebrate with a spirited array of seasonal entertainment. I'm also really looking forward to uh, checking this out. This will be new because they did not have it last year. They just actually had food and wine, ironically, that was running. They didn't have Festival of the Holidays. Or they did? No, they did. I'm sorry, we weren't there for Festival they of the did Holidays. Have it. We just were That's there right. before that. We were there before November. But 26th. we're gonna, um, we're we're hoping to check out Festival of the Holidays as well for the first time, and I cannot wait. 
um, to be able to check that out. And I do know that something that is not in the article that was recently um, released, they are bringing back the Candlelight Processional. So that is awesome where they're going to be able to do that. And they've got a, um, they're starting to name uh, the guest speakers for that event. And I do know that Jody Benson's one of them. I know Jody Benson is the, the voice of the Little Mermaid. Um, real, real, real popular. And she does it um, quite often as well. So they're starting to get that lineup. And I think even Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune nice. is going to be one of them. So it'll be something kind of a cool extra touch. And they are doing their um, dining packages to where if you eat at certain restaurants, you'll be able to get like preferred seating for the Candlelight Processional. But uh, um, I, I, I've heard that it is kind of limited right now. Yeah. Um, on how many tickets they're going to actually have for that, but I not not they, for the candlelight processional, but how many but that they're the going to give away thing. for the dining packages at this That's juncture. Okay. I feel like we have a lot. Yeah, and and our second story is really going to jump into Epcot because the next story that we have is everything going on at Epcot during the 50th anniversary. I know this was more specific to Christmas itself and the holiday season, but. Uh, I don't know. I think Epcot's amazing. There's just so much you can do when you're doing everything that comes along with uh, going around the world and all the different countries and getting their take on the holiday season. So I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, anything you want to kind of summarize, um, kind of going around this? Anything, Mindy, specifically you're looking forward to? Gingerbread houses. It's not in the article. At the resorts themselves, the gingerbread houses will be back. And on the monorail loop, every single one of those resorts, as well as I believe it's a beach club and yacht club as well, um, do gingerbread houses, which is so, so awesome. Uh, I just, I, I think that's great. That's something they didn't have last season. They did have their Christmas trees up, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to check out the gingerbread houses in person as well. I am looking forward to um, what is happening at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I like the retro decorations. Right. I also, from watching videos, think that where they transform the Hollywood Tower of Terror mm. and do like the projections on it. Right. That will be fun to watch. And I just that that's something that I'm excited about for sure is definitely definitely Hollywood Studios. I haven't we haven't done around the world at Epcot at Christmas time. So that'll be fun to talk about like traditions and um, holiday and holiday like, traditions around the world. And I think that would be um, educational for the kids too. So that's that's pretty right. neat. And we talked about like Ma that. you know Magic Kingdom at length, kind of with the merriest. And you know when we were reviewing uh, Animal Kingdom, with them bringing back the the puppets again and the moving animals and doing stuff on uh, oh yeah the Tree yeah. of Life That'll as be cool, well. Except we're not going to go to Magic. We're not going to Animal Kingdom at Christmas. But I guess what I'm saying is that's just us. So I really like that Disney has so many different options, kind of like the whole dining thing. I'm glad that every one of their theme parks now has some element of doing something for the holidays. That way, you can't really miss. There's so much to choose. No matter from. what you do, you can't really you can't and really miss out on it. There's so many different options. It's pretty cool. And I apologize that I'm kind of having some 
if Mi- yeah, if Mindy cuts in and out and you don't hear from her for a while, it's because she's tending to Huey. So, yeah, but, I mean, um, he's but he's good. he's he's, kind of he's at her feet right he's still now. High maintenance, but but he's, he's awesome. I know you guys are probably so, you're like you don't want to hear about Huey. You want to you want to hear about you want to hear about Disney. But I just yeah, I I feel a little bit bad, but you guys know us and. So, it's all right. This is our life. We do the best we can. <laughs> okay. The next story, our last story we're going to be talking about uh, for this show, experience the new magic at Epcot during the 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World Resort. This was submitted by uh, Thomas Smith, and the article starts out, for the 50th anniversary celebration of Walt Disney World Resort, Epcot is shining like never before with exciting, here we go again, guys, iridescent magic for all to enjoy. Epcot is a theme park that's always in a state of becoming, and newly added offerings celebrating the resort's 50th are a significant part of this journey. And new celebratory park offerings include once-in-a-lifetime experiences, dazzling decorations, theme, once-in-a-lifetime, that's right, theme treats, exclusive merch, and more. And one of the first things we've talked kind of on and off, and uh, it is officially open now, is Harmonious at Epcot. And I'm really looking forward to um, watching this show. One of the coolest things about this show um, is the fact that uh, I think it is amazing that they actually have the music that they're playing during the show is in that country's language. Yeah, that's pretty neat. So it's kind of this mesh of you'll hear English and then it'll go into Spanish and then it might go into, um, you know... You know, Japanese, Chinese. It's just, it's just cool. I think that's, I think that's an amazing thing, and it's gonna, and and it says here that it is um, interpreted by a culturally diverse group of 240 artists from around the globe. So 240 artists put their musical talents into this, whether it was choreography, music, or whatever. I think that's That's awesome, and it is, you know, every night they have this at uh, Epcot. And I am so looking forward to being able to check it out. You know, the, the jokes about, you know, the, the floating set pieces that are in the middle of World Showcase. The barges. They call them the barges. But uh, a lot of people have uh, compared this show to uh, out at Disneyland. They've got, um, uh, it's just slipped my mind. But it's. Uh, um, it's not, is it the color thing? Yes. Yes, at Disneyland, know, it's exactly. it's because uh, we've we haven't been Something out to Disneyland, but World of Color, I think, is what yeah, it's called. Right. But uh, you know, don't quote me on that a hundred percent, but I believe it's World of Color, and good. and it's using this kind of really cool projection technology. Um, but uh, it is an extravaganza to say the least. And also during um, the eighteen month celebration, you'll be able to find, and these are all spread out throughout all the theme parks. But the golden sculptures for the 50th. And at Epcot, the sculptures that you can find include Figment, Rocket and Baby Groot, Olaf and Bruni, Dante, um, Miguel, Pua, and Hey Hey. Hey Hey, that's not, I, I think I that's kind of cool. Um, as you encounter the Disney Fab 50, which is kind of neat. And then they got a whole bunch of uh, 50th anniversary treats that you can try out throughout the park. And it's kind of just listing that, you know, at Coral Reef, you can get like a key lime tart. Um, Oh, I already, oh, that's 
at a Le Cellier, they've got a croissant donut. It looks like it's all at restaurants. Yeah, San Angel Inn Restaurant in La Hacienda de San. Got a chocolate mousse bar. Nine Dragons has a Tres Leches cake. Teppan Edo has a Boba Blue Magic. That sounds kind of fun. Ice cream. That's kind of cool. But yeah. There's some more at the quick service, though. That's good. Yeah. I see Sunshine Seasons has some Let's, stuff. Because that'll be a little so bit more good. accessible for everybody if they really want to try right. it. Vanilla and Blueberry uh, Panna Cotta. White Chocolate and Gold Dust at Sunshine Seasons. So I'm sure they're going to be rotating yeah. things in and out Definitely. throughout the 18 months. Because 18 months is a long time. Right. But I'm glad that they made it 18 months yeah. so everyone has a chance to get there. And hopefully things, you know, because uh, I know there's flare-ups, flare-downs, but I hope things settle down or or we continue to uh, learn how to better better deal with uh, uh, yeah. our favorite uh, yeah, nemesis. nemesis. <laughs> I won't even say what it is. We all know what it is. So as part of the park's transformation, you can see lights shine from within Spaceship Earth's reflective panels as well and i've seen this on some videos and i'm sure video doesn't do it justice how cool um spaceship earth looks at night oh it's beautiful or as some people affectionately call it the golf ball <laughs> so ball. looks really great and uh let's see here bunch of merchandise we don't have to go too deep into no. that the creation shop the really yeah and the really unique name of a new shop the creation shop but ironically everyone loves the creation shop uh first uh that just recently opened and the first uh um reviews is it's a phenomenal store and people love it because they are selling retro at least as of oh, now that's neat. they're selling retro epcot merchandise everybody loves that that people remember from when they went to epcot when they were you know back in the 80s which is which is so cool also, I'm happy to uh, kind of uh, mention that the majority, not all, but the majority of uh, the different kind of entertainment that was throughout all the... Mariachi Cobra has been back for a while from the Mexico Pavilion, but now they have brought back uh, Matsuriza, uh, which is... It's the um, Japanese drummers. That's cool. And uh, which is really kind of cool that those are back in Japan. And also, um, a real big one that is something that just recently opened up in the France Pavilion. There's a new ride. We, we've kind of talked all, off and on about it, but Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is officially open now. Opened up uh, earlier this month here in October. And uh, once again, it granted, yes, it's, it's in... Uh, um, this ride had already existed before at, at uh, you know... Uh, there in France, at uh, Disneyland up in, in in France, but uh, everyone's saying that they really enjoy it. It looks neat. I think it's going to be really good in person. And it's just it's it's another ride that I think is yeah. des- desperately and needed. Another so. thing for kids and families. Exactly, families. You know, grandma and grandpa. Anyone <clears throat> can go on this ride because obviously well, yeah, it is ages, not a crazy. But, you know. Which is, which is great. And then one that would have been done if it weren't for what we've had to deal with for almost the last 19, 20 months. But it is officially opening in 2022. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Probably I think good. that is amazing that there's going to be a roller coaster at Epcot. I think that's going to be awesome. I love the Guardians. And once again, we need these type of large attractions to help suck people in 
because everyone goes test track. You know, it, yeah. it's kind of the big thrill ride right now. Yeah, everybody and goes the lines are always ridiculous. Yeah. At test track. It'll be nice so to have options. It'll be nice to have another kind of a, what I consider to be an A attraction, you right. know, top tier attraction. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think what else I wanted to share about Epcot. Um, I think we covered mo- we covered everything that was in the article. Then all those new areas will be up open, like the you know how they had like I can't think of the t- the names of them. Sorry to be kind of oh you're talking not official, but all the new areas like the future. And oh the yeah, past. yeah, I can't yeah, think of yeah, what yeah. Called, they got but... the new and Club Cools opened up again yeah. too. Um, just recently, for those that do not know what Club Cool is. Um, Coca-Cola sponsors it and you can go in there and um, here here in the north here in Ohio we call it pop most people <laughs> probably refer to it as soda but you can try your favorite pop or soda of from different places around the world so like there'll be there'll be one that is from Russia there's one from do they have the gross? places in like you know you know Russia Africa it's from all over the world and yes they did bring back from Italy the, the Beverly, Beverly. That's like the popular But one. if I you can believe it, 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 if you massive. can believe it, they say that there's one now that's, um, I believe, from an African country that even is worse. even worse. Um, it's either an African country or a Korean country, I can't remember for sure, that is even worse than Yikes. the Beverly. I will try it once just to say I did it. But it is, um, it's a smoky pop. Ew. It's it's oh, like I, a I barbecue, like a barbecue flavor in a soda or a pop. Oh. I swear to God, no it's way. it sounds absolutely disgusting, but a smoky flavored pop. That is quite interesting. So that that's <laughs> open. They are still working on um, the Moana fountain that is going to be um, opening up as well at Epcot. And unfortunately, for the time being, in uh, in the UK pavilion, they did kind of put the Ixnay. And the Mary Poppins experience that they were going to be putting together. I don't think it's ever going to come. Um, it? So I don't, you know, at least not at this juncture now. That kind of unfortunately was a one of the only things that I'm aware of that actually yeah. didn't didn't make it. Unfortunately, that they had originally planned, but you know things happen. And I think I'm not even sure if they're building that pavilion anymore. That was going to be that huge area. They might be still. That they were going to have all the character meet and greets, and they were going to have like a restaurant up top, and so I don't know. They yeah, think things are kind of like changing a little all. bit, but uh, but, but a lot of a lot. but a lot of stuff got done, which which is great. And 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 as Mindy said, we don't have them in front of us now. You know, they did change. It's not going to be the land anymore. It's not going to be you know they're they're the changing the seas. They're changing the name. But the land and everything at the seas, they're all still going to be there. So we'll, we'll have another show sometime where we actually go over everything once this is all done and everything is open at Epcot. We'll do kind of a deeper dive into it. But anything else you want to talk about with Epcot no. and the 50th? I, I just think it's going to be really fun. And I, I'm kind of excited about the retro stuff. So that that's the thing that I feel like that is really popular right now. Everything retro. I think people love people things really that they, uh, that. So I they remember from their childhood. Be, yeah, I think that's going to be a big draw. I think if you're into that retro stuff, you're going to want to go to Epcot and check it out for sure. And if you if you like Ratatouille, even if you don't, 
because I can't say that I've really watched that movie fully all the way through, but I still think the ride looks great. I've seen it a couple times. It's it's a nice movie. Um, I just think it's going to be neat to have, like yeah. I said, another another it's attraction. It's one of those. And, it's where it, it kind of. And sometimes you go on these rides, and then you know, it's like, well, maybe track. I'll watch the movie again. And it's a trackless. It's ride, trackless. Right? It's it's trackless, just like. Uh, um, Mickey's Runaway Railway. Mickey's Runaway Railway, and then obviously to uh, Rise of the Resistance as well. So. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not new technology, and I think people, a lot of people have liked it, but people can't think that they're going to go on Remy's Ratatouille, and it's going to be something that's even more in-depth than, like, Rise of Resistance. That's just not possible. I mean, this was a ride that was already in existence, like I said. It was supposed to be done it, before that, right? And, or yeah, no? um, well, it was supposed to come out a little, you know, about a year ago, but my, my point, I guess, with this is... Everything can't be so high-tech. Every time Disney puts out a new attraction, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be greater technology than another ride that they already have in existence. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to say in a, in, a, in a roundabout way. Also this week, something, we talked a little bit about it on our last show. Um, the Disney Genie finally did um, get released. So the Disney Genie is out in the universe. And from what I've seen so far, some people like it, some people don't like it. And, uh, you know, it's, as, as we talked about on a past show, it is the replacement for the FastPass system. And the Disney Genie itself, there's no cost for it. And it, it is just, it's a guide that plans your day. And I know we talked about that on the last episode 34. But uh, it's, it's, like I said, it's getting mixed reviews. We're going to try it um, on our next trip for sure. And... Uh, for 15 bucks a person, the majority of the rides will be in kind of like what they call, you know, the lightning, the lightning lane. And uh, with that lightning lane, you'll be able to go on the majority of the headliner attractions, except the special two attractions per park that are an additional charge. But we're going to, we'll try it out and then we'll kind of talk a little yeah. bit about that Let's in the future. Let's not really go too much into it until we actually experience it's, it. But so it's, it, people, it's out but, there. But it is there and people and have if done you, it. And, and if you download the My Disney app, it's in there now and you can go in there now and actually mess around with it if you're curious and, and see what it would do if you were at the park and what it would suggest. A lot of people have done that because they were curious on how how it would recommend how they do things for their day. But just so you guys know, that did happen. It didn't go away. They really, you know, it, it, it's it's alive and out there. So it was an enhancement to the My Disney experience. And another thing that, uh, that things just keep on, keep on evolving on. Anything else you want to talk about as far as um, kind of off-the-cuff topics that you've seen since the last time we've had a podcast that you think might be beneficial for the community? Um, are we doing this after the plaza? We're going to no, do it right now. We're doing it now. That's why I talked about <clears throat> Disney Genie. Well, I, got, I, I, I feel like I'm on the spot for a second here. You feel like you're on the spot. <laughs> huh? I'm speechless for the first time ever. Um, I just am excited to go. Sure. I am excited to go. I can't wait to... I think, I just think for a lot of people, part of it is just being there, being happy, spending time with family. And I guess my biggest thing is just to be grateful for whatever you get to do and not focus on everything. Like, don't be so critical. 
just be grateful for what you get to do and know that, you know, just feel blessed that you get to be there and right. feel grateful for what you get to experience. I know we try to remind our kids of that because not everybody gets to take their kids all right. the time like we do. And I try to remind the kids, hey, you know, your friends don't get to go all the time and you need to feel blessed that you get to make that many trips in your life. I want to feel just happy to be there and just thankful for everything that we get to experience. I know sometimes it's all go, 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 go. And I know we say it a lot. But <clears throat> I think sometimes you just need to stop and just experience what's around you. Take in the sights and sounds, all your senses. You know, like look around. Take in, because there's always scents, things to smell. You know, take in what you're seeing and all the different sounds. I have music and just take in the little things. And I am so sorry for this <laughs> beast under me. Yeah. The noise and distracting he, me. But he, I just want to feel grateful. That is my biggest thing. And I think everybody that hears this, if you get the opportunity to go to Disney, just remember that whatever you get to do is better than not going at all. Absolutely. And <clears throat> and another thing that I just kind of thought of real quick that I wanted to bring up is they're thinking it might be as early as um, beginning of November, but the character meet and greets are, oh, yeah. are coming back. So that is amazing. that's going to be another great thing because, like I was mentioning before, the majority of the entertainment shows have come back or in the process of coming back if they're not. But uh, with the character meet and greets coming back, once again, they're going to be socially distant, socially, uh, you know, practicing socially distance. But uh, you'll be able to go into, uh, you know, off Main Street USA there. You'll be able to go into visit with Mickey again and, and, and get a chance to see him and, you know, visit Tinkerbell. Go to Fairytale Hall and, and, and see the princesses that are over there. So I think it's just going to be it's going to be really good overall. To be able to have those character meet and greets back in the parks, even if it's a little bit different right now, it's still going to, at least they're trying. I, I commend yes. them on bringing it back, and and they really need to continue to bring these back to help disperse crowds. Because if and you're. Entertainment. Entertainment. The entertainment. Right. Jobs. So it's awesome that all this stuff is starting to come back and, and waves now. I and am excited. Everything's about the, coming back. Yeah. Yes. I guess I thought of another thing, which I like was speechless, and now all of a sudden, boom, it's coming to me. I'm happy that entertainment is coming back. Like, yeehaw, Bob. I know we're probably not going to see him yeah. this winter, but just the fact that he some just of these came entertainers to, get to keep on coming back. Uh, the River Roost at Riverside. Their, getting their jobs back. And, and also, um, Port Orleans Riverside is open. They're going to be opening up the French Quarter here within the next couple of weeks. And that's a fabulous moderate. And then they're also going to be... When it's all said and done by the end of this year, the only resort I believe that's still going to be closed is All Star Sports, um, and then eventually that'll be really that'll be as that... well. But think about where they've come, where yeah. there was only a couple resorts open to now, where almost every resort is back open. All Star Sports, you're not missing much. No, the entertainment sure, is but... no, but it's it, I I like it as an option because it it's There's it's all the All Stars. It's more value rooms that are available True. so for people to get the opportunity that's absolutely right yeah. and so i i think it's amazing and i know we've mentioned numerous times about the entertainment coming back yeah but you know given examples and one of the one of the favorite things that we've done because we stayed at riverside numerous times yeehaw bob is a must do if you've never experienced it before 
and you, you can get into that river roost there and I, actually to be honest with you i thought the food at river roost was really good it was too delicious. um they always had really good uh, appetizers hamburgers and all sorts of good stuff there too the but wings. the wings i always got the wings that's right i tried a lot of things there um and uh but i just it's coming back and while it might still be a little modified, this is the closest we've been to what a Disney vacation looked like prior to the last 19, 20 months. So it, it's it's exciting times. And the best part is, is it's all happening right before the holiday season, which, which is even a little bit neater, I think. Have we done a podcast since our July trip or was it just since the June trip? No, we, we did. Uh, the last one we did was in August. So we have kind of touched on the yeah. fact that it is crowded again. Yeah. There are crowds. Crowds are back. Because when we went in July, it was like, June was like moderately crowded. July was like, holy moly. Right. Con- like people everywhere. And then it's, you know, obviously. <clears throat> it's kind of steady. I mean, I'm sure for the 50th, I saw it was like. Ins- and if they didn't have crowds, crowds coming back, they wouldn't be opening up all the resorts because right. they wouldn't need to. The demand is there finally to where they can bring back all the resorts. And then demand is there to where they realize we better get the entertainment back. We better get the meet and greets back because you can't, you need to put people right. somewhere. Yeah. You need those places that yeah, are going the pockets to. where people can go. People, the full experience. We'll just right. call it the full experience. And there will be things and that we've talked about before that'll be permanent changes that are at the parks. One of the things that I think at some point you'll be able to still go up and order in person, but I don't think that, you know, the mobile ordering for quick service that I don't think that's ever going to go away. That is, I don't want it to go away. I don't I think, like I don't think it would ever. People need to be able to op- sure. have the option of ordering at a counter if that's their comfort level. Mm-hmm. But for us, like mobile ordering is simple, but it's they can easy. stream, they can streamline when people are coming to eat what you can do to control crowds by doing a mobile order system. And you don't wait as long for your food. You don't have to right. stand at the counter. You you order it. So you put it in the app, and then yeah, there's 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 a lot of things that mobile I think, ordering is definitely there's a there's good been thing. there's been some good things coming out, some good changes, but well, we we've been going for about forty two minutes, so I want to make sure that we get a dining review, and so definitely. we'll we'll jump over, and this is kind of uh, on our. On our trip this past summer, a place that we really enjoyed to go to, and it's a place that has very limited seating, but you can get reservations um, from time to time, and it is, I think, a great um, option at Magic Kingdom, where there's, in my opinion, out of all the theme parks, please don't be too hard on me, I think Magic Kingdom has the worst sit-down restaurants out of all four theme parks. Um, in my humble opinion, and I love Magic Kingdom, and they're um, just our least favorite, and they don't they don't have as many sit down options. Um, right, but this one I this think is, one, is though, one that we had never small. we had never been to before, and I'm glad we got a chance to go eat there. And that is the Plaza Restaurant, and the Plaza Restaurant is located right off of Main Street USA. And kind of where if you're turning around the corner, it's right in front of, uh, um, right before Cinderella's Castle. And then if you keep on going to the right, you'd go into Tomorrowland. Yep, or on uh, the opposite side, it's right right across from Casey's. Right across the street from Casey's, too. Right across the street from Casey's. So, um, and they're known 
for their the Plaza Parlor, which is right next door. They're known for their um, Edie's ice cream, their milkshakes, and all the different types of things that they do with that. But uh, they change the menu up here a lot, but there's a couple things that are pretty standard that always are on the menu. Two things particularly, they're noted, they're really um, known for their loaded fries. A lot of people love their... Got we did not, but a lot of people, people love, love the them. Plaza loaded fries. The milkshakes. Which are, they're milkshakes too, yeah. The, the kids got those. Right, the crispy fries, the melted cheddar, house-made bacon, and green onion is what the Plaza loaded fries are. And it's kind of like that melted that melted cheddar. It's kind of like that plastic cheese, for lack of a better right. word, that people just absolutely go nuts about that Disney has. But uh, right now, what I got, and it was delicious, is they've got meatloaf, which is their, like, their go-to famous thing there it was delicious a homestyle meatloaf and the mashed potatoes were phenomenal and they are like right now the menu has like the meatloaf they got a monte cristo sandwich they got that a roast good. beef au jus that looks good i know you <laughs> I are that, I, I, I know you're I a huge fan i know you're a huge fan though too uh mindy of the uh, impossible burgers i like it yeah so they I have don't a, think I'd order it. and they also but, got a main street burger but, but it's it's a very it it's awesome? a very um, kind of a plain menu, but it's good food. It's classic. And our waiter was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And where we got seated, you were actually able to see Cinderella's castle right from the place we were eating at in the plaza. You could look out the window and you could see Cinderella's castle, which was amazing. And we ate lunch there, and I loved it. I absolutely, you know, we talked about it. We kind of joked. We did it on a whim, and I'm like, that was awesome. We all agreed. We all that... loved it. Every one of us, I think, loved it. And like, well, you, the kids yeah. love their milkshakes, uh, right? Um, I think I got like I didn't see it on the menu, but I got a chicken sandwich. I thought you did get a chicken sandwich. They still have um, grilled chicken strips for the kiddos, I don't but see they it on their menu. they rotate. They rotate besides the meatloaf, hun. That rotates all the time. Every like I mean, three to four months. I mean, if I were going like just, tomorrow, right, right now, I right. would probably get the roast beef. And I'd probably it get the meatloaf good. again just because the I like kids, meatloaf. Uh, well, they probably would get the chicken strips, they get, I bet. they get the chicken strips. For sure um, they would. But the milkshakes were fun. I think that was something They got they their enjoyed. milkshakes and... And I don't know. Maybe they would want the and, and it was kind of neat, too, because um, I know certain people feel a certain way about this, but... If you're just getting out of the heat and you just want to have one adult beverage, right. this is one of those locations, too, with your meal where you can have um, a beer or a mixed drink or a glass of wine. And a lot of people, um, I, I noticed looking at other tables, there were a lot of people just, you know, having a, you know, a nice, a nice little drink with, with their um, lunch or dinner. So I love the location. I thought it was great. Um, and it was one of my favorite places we've eaten at at the Magic Kingdom. I definitely, if it was available and we were looking for a place to eat, I definitely would go there I feel again. Like it's a perfect lunch, right? And it wasn't overly priced. I think I should mention that too. Um, for Disney, you know, please bear with. For, right. Disney, for Disney, I don't, I don't think overpriced. it's ridiculous at all on the pricing. I mean, the roast beef that uh, uh, Mindy was talking about that she might get. 19 bucks that's dirt cheap at disney for an entree it's a um, sandwich, you can get a you could get a turkey club sandwich for 17 bucks but it's a nice sit down meal right. to and where you're out of the heat 
Because some of those combo meals that are the quick service, you'll pay $11, $12 for them. Mm-hmm. So you pay an extra 4 or 5 bucks, and you're sitting. Oh, that's perspective. And, you know, if you think about it like that. You're out of the heat. You're in a seat. You get waited on. Right. You you can take your time. They don't rush you. You don't have to mobile order. You just need to get your reservation. You don't have a mobile order. Get your reservation. And don't forget to check like the what's available right now yes. option or in the my check disney the night experience before yeah. or like the morning of cuz sometimes oh definitely the night before people drop their stuff 24 hours in advance people will snatch up these dining reservations and then they drop them the night before and i and you really have to kind of um, once you get used to using the my disney experience app as Mindy was saying you really should do that because so many people are like, my trip's not going to be what I want it to be. I didn't get that Ohana reservation. I did not Check get the, the character breakfast at Topolino's. I didn't, get, I didn't get my Chef Mickey's. I can tell you numerous times we have picked up reservations yeah. we could not get in advance, and we just pick them up that morning or the, the night before. Up, the morning or the morning of Chef Mickey's, we edited it. Yeah, and you could sometimes if we you're like... up early, and we just changed it. Yep, and you know sometimes, depending on how the day goes... If if your family was up for like Mindy was mentioning at Chef Mickey's, there's like there's no way we're gonna go to the seven thirty. Um, everyone in my family was up. We were staying at the Contemporary. We weren't supposed to eat till like nine or nine thirty, but everyone was awake, and I'm like just messing with it. And they're like, "Yep, you got it." And I'm like, "Okay, Let's go. save <laughs> yourselves two hours. We got a quicker start to our day." Yeah. And you just don't know sometimes how it's gonna go. But if we're all ready to rock and roll, we've done that numerous times too, where if it's like within 30 minutes of sometimes you go a little early to where you're going to eat, if they have an available oh, yeah, table, they'll seat you. Sometimes right. you do have to wait. Yeah, it just um, depends. It's been about a 50-50 split for yeah. us, but sometimes. Lately, I feel like they get you in quicker. Right. If the kid, you know, if our ago, kids are hungry, like and the, or if it's like, I want to get on with the day, and the kids are like, we'll go have a reservation, we'll eat our meal, and then I feel like we get that. It sounds silly, but... Sometimes then you get that time back and then you do, you know, give your, you know. City Works, we were like an hour early and we were able to get in. And you, you know, you just, you go up and ask. We were already at Disney Springs walking around. We're like, well, there's City Works right there. Do we really want to walk to the other side of Disney Springs or do we just want to ask, you know, hey, we don't have a reservation until, you know, an hour from now. We just thought we'd see if, if there's any open tables and they're like, yeah. And at that time we wanted to sit outside and they sat us outside and it was it was wonderful. Yeah, it was you know, perfect. they sat us outside and we were looking at one of the trees on the on the Christmas tree store. So, it was it was, it was kind of cool. Anything else on the plaza? I think it's a hidden gem. And I think you need to try the milkshake. If, if the kids anyway, and if you're an adult and you're like, "Man, I just need a beer." Hey. Say a- absolutely. And, and I think a lot of people love the loaded fries and we didn't right. get those for some reason and we, i think i would want to try those i and i felt like for the portions i know i was saying that oh yeah i guess really i should nice qua- i should i should kind of clarify this the prices are a little bit less the portions are not i right. mean i walked out of there like oh. stuffed yeah we were so crazy. i don't want people to have the impression that well they knock you know four or five bucks off six bucks off an entree but then you get a smaller portion. No, the portions were, um, honestly, I probably could have spit them. I could have spit. I could have split the meatloaf oh, with Mindy. Um, that's how much. There was two big pieces of meatloaf. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, and I just, I ate it because I'm it like, well, wow, so I was hungry. So. No, everything was good there. It was really fun. And this is a tidbit um, not related to the plaza. Are we done talking about the plaza? Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I apologize because I don't remember if we discussed this, but we went to Casey's, which is right next to the plaza, when it was just you and me. We did, I think, talk about this, but it's a great memory. The fact, if you go to Casey's, there's yeah. like no seating. There's zero. There's no seating. Even outside, I feel like you could never find a place to sit. So I was like, I'm just going to walk over there by the plaza. And that's what made me think of it. And it's the yellow as of now. I right. mean, they're I'm pretty. Yellow. They're, they're yellow. They're yellow umbrellas. Like, it's like red um, for Casey's. Yeah. And right across where we're talking about, it's yellow. And there's more. Actually, I think there's, there's more, more seating. I think there's more tables. For the there. outdoors by the plaza right. than what there is for Casey's. If memory serves me right. No, I think so. So. <clears throat> and, there, and there's normally availability. Yeah. And it's literally right it across. Amazing. And you could just take your oh tray gosh. across the street. And how about this? It's not a biggie. We had our hot dog from Casey's, which was delicious. Mm-hmm. I know. Simple hot dog. Their footlongs are the best. I don't know there, why, but they are. In front of the plaza restaurant. So if you get your ice cream. Yeah. Maybe you go out there because there's a plaza ice cream shop. Yeah. The, yeah the, the parlor that's right next door. You could literally get your, for dessert, you could get the ice cream. And then, you know, eat your eat your Casey's there. Get 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 a you know, get a Sunday or whatever, or a milkshake or whatever you want. Yep. And, get and, cookies and ice cream and make your own ice cream sandwich. Right. Some people do that. But you can sit right in front of the castle. We were like it looking is at the castle. The best, the best. We were right. looking at the castle I agree. eating a Casey's hot dog, which was delicious, and a brownie. Go to Casey's, get the brownie. Okay. But anyway, I wanted to mention that seating up in front of the plaza because that was really cool. I totally agree. We're pretty close to the hour, so I think uh, because of Mr. Huey, I think you might have to, you know, he's about had enough of us doing a podcast for about the last hour. We're not giving him 100% attention. So uh, he's getting a little bit jealous. But uh, we'll go ahead and close out uh, our 35th episode. If you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please, please, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. Just search wdwchasers and look for our logo. It is currently a closed group, but please feel free to join our group. We'd love to have you. As always, thank you for listening to the show. And remember, Whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away.